Now, Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky is in Washington, D.C., making his case for the United States to offer more aid to support his country's fight against the Russian invasion. The deal's been deadlocked in Congress over a row about more funding for U.S. border security. President Zelensky's met leaders in the Senate and in the House of Representatives, and he'll later travel across to the White House for talks with President Biden. Well, we're joined now by our correspondent in North America, Nomia Iqbal. Always good to talk to you, Nomia. So we saw uh, President Zelensky arrive to Capitol Hill just a few moments ago. What happens now? Well, what a difference a year makes. I remember last year when he arrived here to make his first speech to Congress, he was treated like a rock star. Uh, people applauded him. They pledged their support. They were very optimistic about the spring offensive and saying that they would do whatever it takes to help Ukraine win. But as I say, what a difference a year makes. He now comes to Congress where support for him, particularly amongst Republicans, is really fading away. And he's come here, as you said, to make that case, to continue supporting Ukraine. You've got this uh, this spending package that's, uh, that's stalled in Congress, which would see more than $60 billion uh, be sent to Ukraine. Uh, and he's making that case. So he has met all 100 senators. Have a listen to Senate Majority Leader Democrat Chuck Schumer and what he had to say after that meeting. It was a very powerful meeting. President Zelensky made it so clear how he needs help. But if he gets the help, he can win this war. And he outlined in some great detail, A, the kind of help he needs and how it will help him win. Even many of our Republican colleagues talked about we, we are winning this war. And if we get the help that if he gets the help he needs, he will win. On the other hand, he made it clear, and we all made it clear, that if we lose, Putin wins. And this will be very, very dangerous for the United States. So we cannot let Putin influence through any surrogate <clears throat> what, is, what we need to do for Ukraine. He also made one other point. He needs the aid quickly. If we don't give the aid quickly, several things will happen. First, the military needs, but second, Europe and many other allies will say, what is going on here? They're not giving, they're not giving them the aid. Well, that argument is one that's just not working for Republicans. We spoke to Republican Senator Lindsey Graham after that meeting, and he was hardline about it when we said, uh, does it make a difference that Zelensky, who is a wartime leader, has come here to make the case? He said, nope, nope, nope. And uh, he, he said, to quote uh, the senator, that he believes that Zelensky is being used by Democrats. Uh, so Zelensky has quite the, the challenge. And as you mentioned there, he, you know, he's going to, meet, um, going to meet the Speaker of the House, Republican Mike Johnson, and then he's going to the White House to talk to President Biden. Nomia, we are less than a year away from the next presidential election. Is politics playing a part in all of this? I think it probably is, uh, because whilst for Zelensky is coming with a, with a powerful message, and we heard that from Chuck Schumer, which is, we need this money, we need it now. If we don't get it, uh, we will not win the war in 
Ukraine, we will not beat Russia, and Vladimir Putin will become a nightmare for everyone. That's a pretty powerful message. But Republicans have a powerful message to send back, which is uh, about border security. Border security, uh, US-Mexico, is, is an issue that has confounded lawmakers here for decades. It's an incredibly contentious issue. Uh, and it's one that matters to the American public. And the Republicans are saying, you care about your security, we care about our security. We care about security on the border. And that is a powerful argument to make to the American electorate. So I think it's fair to say that politics, uh, domestic politics, is playing a, a huge part uh, in this discussion. Normia Iqbal, for the moment, thank you very much. Joining us live from Capitol Hill. Well, we can now go to our correspondent in Kyiv, Jessica Parker. Good to talk to you as well, Jessica. Jessica, how essential is this funding to the Ukrainian counteroffensive? Uh, hugely uh, crucial. I mean, uh, you ask in terms of how crucial it is the Ukrainian counteroffensive. It's not exactly clear that that counteroffensive really is happening in terms of on the land uh, at the moment. Recently, we've heard President Zelensky actually talk about a, a new phase of the war. There seems to be more emphasis on defence and fortifications along existing lines as winter, as you can see, clearly has arrived across Ukraine. But longer term, it is really crucial. If you look at the statistics, America is by far and away Ukraine's single biggest backer so far in terms of military aid. No European ally or country really comes close in that regard, although the EU has donated a lot of economic uh, assistance. And when you speak to people here, just people in the streets or officials as well, it's not like they turn around and say to you, Oh, well, if USA doesn't come through, then, you know, we'll find a way forward. I mean, of course, they will keep fighting. But actually, the attitude much more seems to be we're counting on that USAID. We hope it will come through. We have faith that they will find a way forward. So there is this sense that it's almost incomprehensible at the moment for Ukrainians to think that that aid could start to fade away. And just briefly, Jessica, uh, just want to pick up on what you just said about speaking to people in Ukraine. What is the wider mood at the moment about how the war's going? It's a really difficult time, uh, actually. I think it's fair to say, speaking to people, it feels like the most difficult time since around the start of the actual invasion itself. A few reasons for that, briefly. The counteroffensive seem to have uh, faltered. Obviously, the world's attention has been diverted by what's happening uh, in Israel and Gaza. And as well, there is this deep concern about wavering Western aid, because it isn't just the US. There's also been some struggles as well, ongoing struggles, to approve some economic aid from the European Union and that looks like it's all going to come to a head on Thursday at a summit in Brussels.